Welcome to the Sound of Truth Bible Chat with your host, Brett Morani, where he leads discussion in God's Word. Let's join him now. I'm back for another Bible Chat with Chip Davis of West Tennessee, my old college buddy. Chip, good to have you back on Sound of Truth Bible Chat. Good to be talking with you, Brett. All right, Chip, you already did one episode with me on the book of Isaiah. We're going to do another right now. We're going to go over into Isaiah chapter, well, the story of Hezekiah starts in the middle of the 30s in the chapters, but then in chapter 38, we specifically have the story of Hezekiah's sickness and his recovery. You and I were talking about this fairly recently, so I want to hand the microphone over to you and just let you share a little bit of an overview of what happened here in this passage. Well, Brett, that passage, I absolutely love it. I've, I've preached it and talked to it on more than one occasion. And it's just fascinating to me about Isaiah. I mean, excuse me, Hezekiah, who is definitely considered one of the godliest kings that, that uh, Judah ever had. And he comes from a family, of course, his daddy Ahaz, who was evil. And then he has a son named Manasseh, who starts evil but finishes good and uh, godly, according to Chronicles. And it's interesting that Hezekiah is sick here. Isaiah, of course, goes to him and shares with him about the fact that he's going to die to make his peace. And Hezekiah pours his heart out to God, looks at the wall, pours his heart out to God, and God sends Isaiah back and uh, tells him he's going to live. He's going to give him 15 more years of life. So here he is, 39, and he ends up living to be 54. And God grants him that extra time. And what I find fascinating about it is that Manasseh is born during that time. So I think there's a couple of things we can see from this. Number one is, is God gives us as his children the privilege of pouring out our heart to him and to let him know that we're not necessarily happy about what we are experiencing or what we have heard, but that we can share with him that and trust him to answer accordingly. And in this particular case, God still had a perfect will of bringing Manasseh into existence through this. And uh, it's just interesting to me, as I've shared with you before, Brett, that I preached this passage one time, and one of the deacons of the church, the very next day, was told he was not going to live through the night. And he lived for another three years. Mm. And after uh, I, I, I go back to that passage, and 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 I, I just thought it was so interesting that here he is. He's fixing this. Hezekiah is about to die, and then he's given extension. And then the next day, my deacon at the church was given a death sentence of one night. He they thought he would die during the night, and he ends up living three more years, a, a good three years too, not disabled or anything. He was th- three years healthy. Mm. And and I shared with you on a lighter note that our cat was sick one time and disappeared, and we thought she had died, and. One Wednesday night, I taught on this particular passage, and uh, that evening, the cat came home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. So, you need to teach on this passage more often to get people well, to, I know, to stay I know, around longer. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Anytime someone gets sick, I preach it. I need, I need to, anytime someone is in bad shape, I need to preach this passage, I guess. There you it go. may not work that way every time. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to presume upon God's grace no, in that no. way. But. So here's the question that comes to my mind is, does this mean we can change God's mind about something or change his will? No, I do not believe so. I believe in this particular passage, God shows us we have 
the 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 right as his children to open our hearts up to him and to pour our heart out to him. But I do believe that even behind the scenes, his perfect will will be carried out and that he could be teaching us through this, that um, uh, we have the right to share our heart with him. We do trust his answer. But in this case, I really believe that he had in mind still for Manasseh to be born when he was born and that God is teaching us through this to pour our hearts out to him. Uh, he's a father. He's a good father. And he will, he has a purpose in, in anything that we are led to pray about. I agree with you. And when I asked you that question, just for our listeners sake, it's not that I didn't have a clue on that. I had an opinion as well, but, um, yeah. And that opinion is that God knows the end from the beginning. And there's a sense in which he does give us choices to respond to him. And from our perspective and from our finite our, our finite view, it looks like God is changing his mind, in re, and we've changed it, and we've altered the course of history, but from God's perspective, he had already planned for that and knew that was going to occur. That all said, I don't think we need to surrender to a fatalistic mindset and simply go, que sera, sera, what will be, will be, but rather, we do need to, we do need to recognize that we do play our role in God's plan, and he does give us choice. And those choices are important, and those choices matter. R.C. Sproul is famous for saying, uh, right now matters for eternity. So we need to make choices and pray as if our prayers and our choices are truly making an eternal difference, because they are, and then recognize they fall within the sovereign providential plan of God. Absolutely. Now, that's, that doesn't mean that you're going to completely understand all that. I mean, we're dealing with the mystery of God's ways here. As well, and yes, and, and we may not understand it, and it may there may be times that it breaks our hearts. But we sure. do know at the end of the day that whatever God did, it was the right thing to do. He does all things well, even what we don't, even right. what we don't understand. So, oh, good passage in Isaiah, and gives us hope that you know if things are looking really bad for us, we can cry out to the Lord, and He can He can change things, even when He had come and said, "Hey, this is what's going to happen." And then cry, well, Lord, no, it's okay to be, like you said, pour your heart out to the Lord. No, Lord, no, not that. And he can go back and say, okay, I'm going to give you grace, and that's not going to be what happens after all. Yes, sir, that's right. And he may have used that to to draw Hezekiah into that um, heartbreaking uh, prayer and to, to encourage all of us through the years and the centuries and the millennia since then that, that God does honor sincere prayer from his children. That's good. Thanks, brother. God bless you, Brett. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sound of Truth. If you enjoyed it, please rate and review it. Also, tell your friends about it. Thanks. Music is by Canon and is used by permission. Sound of Truth podcast is produced in collaboration with Harvest Jacksonville and is copyrighted by Brett Amorani, 2023.